Let's get it. It's been a minute, bro. So how how's how's your week been? Week's been good, solid, summer. It's been hot. Ooh, I've been boy. running. Yeah. So I've been running, but it's been hot outside. What's a good time for you to run? Uh honestly the morning. If I morning? can if I can run at eight, like in the morning, I feel like it's just Sun a good start that. to the day. The sun's not that bad. Yeah. But usually I'm running like around one. One to three, and it's hot, bro. Is, yeah. But I've been, I've been, hit, I've been having to hit the treadmill because it's just, it's too, it's yeah, too it's hot. Insane. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure this is probably a no brainer, but it's to you. It's, do you enjoy the inside or the out, outdoor runs better? Outdoor, outdoor. Yeah. Huh? I feel like you just you get can to look see, around yeah. and you get yeah. to see shit. You, yeah, you, you're and yourself. your pace kind of changes more. I feel like when I'm running because on the treadmill you just pick a speed and you gotta consistently go. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. On the outdoor runs, I kind of just get going, and then my speed picks up, maybe decreases a little mm-hmm. bit. But on the treadmill, you kind of just got to go. So sometimes when I'm like, oh, fuck, I got a little too tired, I'm going to turn it down a little bit. I don't yeah. know. It's a different pace. Yeah. yeah. You challenge yourself when you're outdoor, I feel like, and just a lot. I, I feel like it's just more relaxing, more like you just get to soak in with the yeah. view, whatever yeah. you're, you know. I just like it better. Um, I wish I, I – I always think about Sung Woo when I uh, run now. I wish I posted more because, I mean – it is, bro. Just getting outdoors. I mean, even if you go for a walk, I mean, that shit just makes you feel good. Yes. Man. I've been, obviously, I play basketball, and I do my five minutes most of the time to warm up before the gym, and it's like, yeah. I haven't been posting a lot for that, but I. Yeah, you don't. I general, somebody's don't post. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In general, like, I think uh, Twitter's not my forte as far as, like, I got other platforms to study and, and go for. So Twitter is definitely a good a source for news and to keep up with stuff like that but to me being on there like tweeting and it's just not my my platform i like the video shit give me some yeah. video shit and i yeah. can you know can take off from there but let's get it started brody um i'm gonna start with uh mark cuban bro mark cuban pharmacy is insane and is what the people needed because these corrupt Big Pharma is not it, bro. He literally said, I'm going to war with these people. I'm going to take off their mask, and I'm going to show you what these prices are actually supposed to be. Yeah. It's crazy, bro. He's a G. Yeah, I did a little research. I mean, Mark Cuban, I had heard about it, and I knew that he was just doing, I mean, he basically, he instead of using the companies that the manufacturers have loyalty to, um, like you'll see, you'll see sometimes in the network, a prescription will fall off and they'll make you buy the same prescription from another brand just because they have a deal with the pharmacy. But he's just making all of these generic brands, but buying the drugs, selling them at 15% markup and yes. a pharmacy fee, if any. So they're saying like a $76 diabetes medicine is going for $6 and 60 cents now. Yes, and bro. I mean, he just, he just said that it's just time. Uh, it's time to, to stop robbing the people. And you know, what's crazy though The federal government, we have Medicare. So the federal government, if you don't have money and you can't afford it, you get on Medicare, right? Well, the federal government funds that with a lot of our tax dollars. So what sucks is, though, these companies that are pretty much tied in with the government, because there's lobbyists with each of them, they still charge these prices to Medicare. So Harvard did a business study law, and they said, if Medicare, if you now give your business to Mark Cuban, Instead of who you've been giving it to now, we would literally save $3.6 billion the first year. 
So that means that the federal government, usually they try and get a good deal. Usually the government's smart and they try and pay less, right? Well, they're actually overpaying for this, this, the, the, this medication. So are they happily overpaying their, pay, their, their, their friends because they're using our money to do it? Yeah. That's what it kind of looks to me. If they if they can save three point six billion dollars, Medicare should by switch Mark. to Mark Cuban's to, by switching to his company right away. But there's a lot of people's pockets that get empty. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Mark Cuban's sure. only making a fifteen percent markup. But what are they going to choose to do? So it really shows the greed and where the money goes. Wow, Harvard that's... Harvard just did a, lot, a study and it said we would have saved three point six million in Medicare dollars, and that's our dollars. That's tax dollars. Yes. That is insane just to think about it, bro, and how unregulated it is. I mean, you talk about, you know, there was this lady that tweeted, I just found three months of supply of antidepressants only for $28 when Big Pharma is pushing it for $900. So that's a huge-ass markup, bro. Like Crazy. It's insane. And then, like, most of these... Uh, these are life medications. Like, people need this to survive. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Bro. You're charging them over, like, the insulins and shit like that. Like, over... This is diabetes, gastro problems, yes. like simple shit. Like, you know, blood, blood, uh, you need warfarin, yeah. you know, blood uh, thinners. So like. this is definitely a push forward. Shout out to Mark Cuban. This Shout out guy Mark Cuban. is definitely the guy we needed. Um, they, they even say like Elon Musk is what Mark, Elon Musk or Mark Cuban is what Elon Musk is trying to be. Uh, I, 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 think, I think they all share an equal role. And I just so glad that like. Big business, especially big business, good leaders, they're helping shape America. I mean, they're I mean, Mark Cuban's making a huge statement right here. And he's he's upset because he's like, I can't help a lot of people that could even get the 660 paid for with their insurance because you guys won't take it. Like, help me, government. But he took the resources, the money, built the business to show people like that's what it is. Sometimes sometimes you can't just talk and you really got to build it out. But. You know, at least we have a system that allows entrepreneurs to do that. Hopefully more people step up and really use their power for the good. You know what I'm saying? Because right now we need that shit. Yeah. The U.S. is starting to become a shit show. I mean, inflation, gas prices, all these crazy laws that are all over the place. But shout out to Mark Cuban, man. Yeah. Love to talk to that guy. Chop it up, man. Oh, he just my seems God. so humble, so genuine. Man, he could run for president. He could twenty four easily. Yeah, I easily think he could. He could make it. a run. You think? Uh, man, it's tough though. It's he could tough. make a run. It's tough. Like we, he has an idea. He talked about it a little bit, which would be sick. So basically, when you're born, you get a, a share of America. So when you're born American, you get like a, a basically your own stock share, and everyone is now has all these shares, and you can choose to sell them. Just like today, you can choose to invest shares, but you get them when you're born. And any deals America starts to do, our funds starts to get collected and you get paid uh, based on your ownership in America. And so, like, we all get, we're all one business. We all get incentivized by each other. And he, and I'm sure there's other, like, if we really went down this system, but he talked about a whole new system. And it, that being that kind of, uh, that dream, that high-level view, I think that'd be sick. Because yeah. now we're all vested in the same company. Right. We're all vested in America together, and it yeah. seems a little more fair. Mm. But that's never been... I don't know if that's going to It's happen. never been U.S. Uh, motto, right? But we're a new country. I mean, fuck, we're not that old. We're less than 300 years old. I mean... Uh, that's an interesting one. Yeah. I feel like uh, there obviously is a solution to all of this. Yeah. There could be 
But it's just a matter of do you want to implement that? Do you want to go for it? So and the, at least the way our system's set up is it's called votes. I mean, you got to vote. Mm-hmm. Got to vote. But, I mean, God, the way the Supreme Court <laughs> laid that out. That, bro, I'm, yeah. I'm, I don't even want to touch that. But, nah, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Um, I don't know. I'm just going with it. I'm just not letting. Because, I mean, obviously the news is going to make everything seem so negative, And you just have to just do your research and not. Um, not overreact. Not overreact to what's going on. You know what I'm saying? It's easy, though. When you got a stressful day and then you see a little article, you're like, fuck. You know? Yeah, oh and it fucks God, up your day. Everything is ruining. Yeah. You know what um, I mean? But always, yeah, just be positive. We need positive people out there. And, yeah. And that's very important because yesterday as I was working, I helped this old, uh, old gentleman. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Very nice old gentleman, uh, you know, helping him with, with basic like how teach me how to send pictures and stuff. So he's showing me his boat and he was like, this boat um, got stolen from me 25 years ago. The boat? Yes. Oh, shit. and I had through connections cause he went to, he went to the military. So through connections, I, my, one of my friends is an FBI detective. So I helped, told him to what? help me find it. Damn. He found the boat. He found the boat. 25 years later, founds the boat, yeah, gets it back. Network. And he was like, this boat is very special. Because uh, me and my wife, like, had so many good memories. We would always uh, take it. So he got very sentimental, too. Yeah. So I was like, damn. Like, damn. I see his, like. Hold on. Know, let me just call my FBI agent friend real quick. Yeah. Like, it was. <laughs> damn, that's tight. It was, yeah, it was G. So and he got his boat back? He got his you boat back. He helped him get his boat back? That's tight. He got his boat back. And it was just, for him, it was just everything. Because they would always go every summer, every weekend with his wife. And his wife is no longer with him. So I kind of, you know, felt like what he was saying and I was like damn bro it's crazy that at a certain point we're gonna get to that point of like age and we're gonna lose a lot of people we grew up with a lot of people so I was just going through my own like damn that's crazy like Mm -hmm. we're gonna Mm -hmm. now look towards the future grandkids son but then the people that we grew up with Mm -hmm. people you know Mm -hmm. our family members yeah yeah, bro all of it that shit crazy it is crazy it it kind of got me thinking and stuff and you know I, I asked him like what is one regret that he had? And he was like, I mean, after I went and, you know, left the military, I worked for Giant Green, which is the vegetable company. Uh-huh. The, you know, the, you see the Giant Green and the, and he was like, I, I just regret giving them so many of my years. I gave him 30 years, 38, I think he said. So I was like, damn, I felt that. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. lesson learned. That's one of those where, if you really are, like, lost as a young, you know, your young 20s and you're lost, and just talk to the elderly, man. They'll tell you. They have a lot of wisdom, and they'll, I think they'll point you in the direction you want. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because a lot of them, you know, sometimes have some kind of regret. Like, I, I, I wish I would have done this or, you know. And we talked about it on our number one, you know, mm-hmm. well, five regrets. So it was interesting. I yeah. just feel like I needed to share that. I think it was interesting. So. Yeah, I think I think all young people should just go to the nursing home or talk to some old people, get around it. Wisdom, wisdom's yes. key. Yeah. Yes. So, I was, yeah. that was pretty good, but I mean like we talked about last podcast, you always mourn a little bit, hopefully, cuz you just know as you get older, you do lose friends you were close to. Yep. I I see my mom, I see my mom and like my aunts and uncles. Because they're the, my mom always tell me like, oh my god, this person died from high school, or this person, or this person that she's gotten older, and I'm like, damn, I mean, that's how it's gonna end. A few already in my my mm-hmm. my class have died, you know. So it's like that's early. Yeah, yeah. it is. But it's just it's, it's life. life. Yeah, it's, it's life. Life. It's life. Yeah. But 
Yep. Let's get it, Brody. Let's get it. So um, let's jump, jump on the NBA. I feel like we got some, some craziness going on there. Um, I've been keeping up because now that the NBA season is over, we know the Golden State Warriors are champions and shit. Um, now there's rumors, Brody. Rumors. There's rumors that the rumors Kyrie are out. might reunite with LeBron James. You're lying. Yeah, you haven't heard about that? Uh-uh. So it's, it's, I think it's going to be the topic until it really happens. It's so just, going to the Lakers. Going to the Lakers. He's not, he's not happy with the Nets. Not happy with the Nets. Um, Kyrie, bro, I love you. You're a phenomenal talent, one of my favorite players to watch. But goddamn, bro, can you have good terms with at least one team? I think everything went downhill when he broke up with LeBron the first time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he goes to the Celtics, didn't work out with Tatum. And, like, he wanted, you know, to be the star. Goes to the Nets, signed this big contract, and it just the whole pandemic happened. He didn't want to get vaccinated. I understand that. But damn, bro, like, what are we doing now? Like, he's it, it's projected that he, if he does agree to the Lakers, he's going to take a massive pay cut because he just wants out of the Nets, period. So, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, if that happens, he takes that pay cut. I'm all for it, especially if you don't have to give nobody up for him. Yeah. Just when you take that pay cut. Then at that point, by all means, let's get a chip. I think they become automatically favorites. Kyrie and LeBron, bro, they're, a, they're an unstoppable force, bro. Look at LeBron, man. He's turning into magic. He's just a recruiter now. I mean, probably told Kyrie, take that $30 million cut. We're in L.A. I met all these people, and you about to make all that money up. So yeah, you're going to get all these endorsements. It's a big market. Mm-hmm. You're going to get all these. Just get yep. over here. Let's win this ship. Uh, I know how I'm going to run this team with you guys. Man, I don't know. Can Russell and them do it? I think if we get a healthy AD, if AD can stay healthy and Kyrie gets that passion back of basketball because it seemed like in that period of the pandemic, he was like, obviously, basketball is not my priority. Mm-hmm. Left it aside. But we need that Kyrie that fell in love with the sport of basketball. If we can get him back, him and LeBron can become, like, this sidekick. Then you get the big three with AD being healthy. It is game over. Like, we always forget um, because he's always injured, but we always forget how good is AD, bro. AD is a fucking menace. He's a he can do everything. Menace. Yes, he can do everything. You know menace. what I'm saying? So the brow, the brow. Let's not forget about Let's it. Not forget so, the brow. I'm l- excited to see what happens there. God. Oklahoma drafted a uh, Chet. Yeah, I seen that. So that. I have high expectations. Have high you know what I'm saying? Hopefully, the kid can deliver. He he cooked up Steph Curry and Sam Presti we trust and yeah 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 Sam Presti so we trust. I think we have an official big three with mm-hmm. Shea, uh, the Australian. I, for, I forget his name. I'm fucking terrible. And then the mm-hmm. Chet. So mm-hmm. I'm excited, man. Get these season tickets. Man, I can't, you got the Cubs on. It's full blown baseball season right now. Yeah, I think yeah. they got. Uh, they're already in like sixty some games. I think we looked it up the other day. I was like, how many games in an MLB season is 167 games? Yep, that's, that's a lot. Crazy. That's a lot. It's a lot of moving. Um, I don't think it do does. You follow, do you follow regular I don't, season? I don't, I don't either. I, yeah. My World Series. World Series, yeah, when sure. it, you know, Playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. Um, It's just too much, bro. I barely yeah. keep up with basketball. and uh, But, no, it's definitely one hell of a sport. I mean, OU just won. The ladies won the, yeah, the championship. Softball. Yeah, ah, sweet. Sick, bro. Hey, them baseball players get paid. I yeah. was talking to Isaac. Isaac was like, man, I'm telling you, Player, baseball players, they spend most of the game in the dugout. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they go hang out when they're in the field, but then yep. they wait, and only one person bats at a time. It's like, bro. Yeah. And that's why I never got into the 
I, I just found it to me just more slow pace, so mm-hmm. it wasn't my style. Yeah, you know, with the NBA, you got the back and forth, boom, dunk boom, boom, shots, soccer, boom, 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 blocks. Yeah, even yeah. soccer. Um, but it's sports, bro. People love it. You know. Yeah. You get football too. Football is a fucking long ass game, but people love that shit. I love football. Yeah, I love football. Can't wait for football. football I cannot yes. wait. Oh, you boomer college football baby. Yeah, I know. That's I know the, the young Manning boy went to Texas. Well, we'll see you in October. For the Red River rivalry. Oh, boy. We and I it, know we're going to be ready. We're going to so, be ready. Because that defense is going to be top-notch this year, man. We got the coaching staff I love it, bro. It. I love how mm-hmm. OU prioritizes and always staying good, whether it's offense, defense. But we're always top tier. I love that We're shit. always top tier. We yeah. have to keep it that yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Well, usually, man, once you build that winning franchise, like, mentality, I feel like just, just gotta win, win it all. winning franchises win. Like, they just have that mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Browns are always going to be the Browns. They bring talent in all the time, but I feel like maybe their culture is just not set up to win. That's kind of... And there's kinda, a lot of... You know what I mean? And Kind of reminds me of the Knicks, bro. Of the who? The, the Knicks? Knicks? The yeah. Knicks, yeah. yeah. I agree. Ah, it's such just, a big they don't market. They, yeah. They don't win. I don't know. Is it a mentality? Does, you build the franchise? Does, how do you... Do you think... Because how does one have the biggest... They're talking about the Madison Square Garden. You got the one of the biggest teams... That I I assume any player wants to play for. It's either the Lakers or the Knicks. But yet, the Knicks have, what, have they won a championship? Uh, I don't know. They did. It was Patrick Ewing. Has the Knicks won a championship? Oh, shit. Yeah, they did win. Oh, wait, no. No, no. No. They lost to the Spurs. Never mind. They went to the finals. They didn't win. It's your fault, Spike Lee. It's your fault. Um, Spike Lee, it is your fault. How does one turn that... Um, I think it all comes down to the ownership, right? Who really owns this? A lot of lot of successful business entrepreneurs own sports teams. And I think, man, if you're just the owner that has a lot of other shit going on, you really don't care. Mm. And you got to pick good that's GMs, what I feel like with the Knicks, good people, you with know? The yeah. I mean, they always say Jerry Jones fucks up the Cowboys because he gets involved, right? Mm. And then there was a lot of talk with uh, the Yorks. The Jed York owns the Niners. And they said the York family was getting really involved with the team. And it was really messing up. And they, they got involved with Jim Harbaugh. They let Jim Harbaugh go. So, yeah, owners, you never know what they're like. Like, I don't know. what What's his name that owns the Patriots? The one that got caught up with all them young girls in Florida. Oh, yeah. I forgot his name, but I know what you're talking Kraft, about. Kraft. Robert yeah. Kraft. Yeah. You know, who knows what type of guys they are? They own football teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? Big, rich guys. Like, I just don't get it, man. I yeah, just don't, I don't get know. it. It's been uh, Who probably- owns the Browns? Because he does not win at anything. No, I, don't no. be on my beer pong team. Don't get with me on yeah. bowling because you don't win. <laughs> God. Oh, me, bro. It's crazy. I just think, yeah, it's more of like I got a team and that's it. I'll yeah. just, you know, make whatever comes with it. And, but I just feel like you need to, bro. You're you're the mecca. Um, oh, New York, yeah, yeah. Well, Jay Z came in and made a move with the Nets. Yeah, exactly. And they they making waves. They're making waves. Yeah, yeah. It's I just mean, not, Kyrie fucked it up. Yeah, it's just not to working. To be honest, um, not Kyrie working. leaves. What does KD do now? You know what I'm saying? That's why KD needs to be KD. Like you, have, your wherever career, you go, KD, you have to just man the fuck up and yeah, you gotta go carry the team, bro. You gotta carry, carry the team. Carry the team. You gotta bro. Make be it. the alpha. Be mm. the Mamba mentality. That's what we need. That's yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I need to see that. Now I'm gonna tell you this, bro. Is Steph Curry better than Kevin Durant right now? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. Hands down. I still take, yeah. I mean, okay, you got height, you got one-on-one. But, bro, Steph, he can bring his team together. He's a leader. People love him. Respectable. Like, all you got is drama on the other Mm -hmm. side. Boy got a shot. Steph got a shot, too. I mean, yeah, you could probably take it to the hole a little better. But I don't know, man. I mean... I still take Steph over KD any day. Right now, building a team, Steph. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. 
did Kevin Durant save Steph Curry's legacy? Because two of them chips that Steph Curry has obviously came thanks to KD. Yeah. Right? I don't think so, no. Because let's take KD out of the picture. They blew the 3-1 lead against the Cavs. Do you think that team still beats the Cavs going into next year's finals without Kevin Durant? I mean, possibly. There's definitely it's definitely possible. I mean, did I think they are going to come back three one without KD against KD with Westbrook and a baller team? I mean, Ibaka was killing it. Stephen Adams was killing it, and they did. And Steph and Clay pulled it together. So I mean, they did. But they couldn't. and Steph won it on his own before that, and then Steph won it on his own when he but left. But see, Steph. So I, I I say it doesn't fuck with it. it. Doesn't mess with it at all. I think they only win one, right? So if you take KD out of the picture, 2016 LeBron comes back from a, uh, the biggest comeback of all time. 3-1, wins it. Maybe they win it in 2017, but I don't think it's like a back-to-back. Yeah, like they did. I mean... I think it was either 1-1-1-1 one, 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 one type thing. Yeah, like the Cavs would have right. taken at least two. Yeah. Um, because even in 2015, we can argue if Love and Kyrie were there, it would have been wraps because LeBron right. took two by himself. Right. And the second best player was Della Vadova. So, yeah. I probably think the Warriors just would have won one out of that four-year run. I think. If so, only the so pieces. they'd only have two. No, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. They only would have won one. Let's say twenty seventeen. They would have won three. And then this one in twenty twenty two. That's it. That's it. So Think about it. Twenty fifteen, uh, LeBron's team gets injured. Kyrie Love is out. So LeBron's best player is Della Vadova. That's the second best player. That doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I there's get variables. All those technicals. There's cause... variables there, but I'm just saying. Like, did yeah. KD kind of help? Curry's legacy. Nah. No? Mm-mm. Nah, I think Curry still had it. I mean, he won with he won before him and he won without him after. That's that's when you when you put it like that, you like, I just don't think he would have had. Wow. He might not have had the two in between, but he still won before him and won without him and like, Yeah, that yeah. And you went up against some of the best. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those, right? Because, I mean... Because you saw Steph on the bench. Every time Steph was on the bench, these Warriors were struggling. Yeah, they were. And when Steph, Steph was on the yeah. bench, they were hurting bad. Yeah, they were down they bad. They him for sure. Um, but... Mm. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't at all. And just to see what he's done with the whole three game, I mean, how many threes has he got? He's above everyone else by far. A lot. By numbers. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, he's, so it's, it's amazing to see. I he's mean, ridiculous. He's breaking um, history in all, all categories on that level. Um, let's go to the next one, Brody. Build a team with $15. Let me see what you got. I'm so going to put it here on the screen. Yep. I'm going to put the screen here. So if you want to participate, go ahead and participate. Uh, you got $15. You got these amount of players. Let's see how good of a GM you are, Casey. What does your team look like with $15? I'm channeling my inner Sam Presti right now. All right, bro. I'm going heavy. Got? I'm spending 10 bucks right away. Jeez. I'm buying Kobe and I'm buying Shaq, the best duo of all time. Boom. You got them on the team for okay. 10 bucks. Okay, so you got your center. You got, uh, got your, my center, and I got Kobe. I got a guard. Okay. Yeah. Boom. So now I got five bucks left. Bro, tell me. And this is what DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis should have been, the Twin Towers, but DeMarcus wasn't ready. But Anthony Davis is a still, bro. Okay. Three bucks? Still. So you got Shaq, Anthony Davis, and Kobe. And Kobe. Who else? Boom. $2 stills. You're going to need him for a last-minute buzzer shot, but I got Ray Allen in Ray the corner Allen? for a dollar. Yeah. And then another dollar, bro, I got AI. AI. AI is going to go make a okay. spark and pass it around. Is AI your point guard? AI is my point guard. Shooting guard, I'm assuming it's Ray Allen. Yeah. Small forward is Kobe. Kobe. And uh, then you AD? got the towers in the middle. AD and Shaq. AD and Shaq. Okay. Hmm. 
Interesting. Squad. Okay. Squad. Right. As a GM, I'll let y'all decide. Uh, as a GM myself, I'm going to start as the center position. I have Anthony Davis. I think that's a steal. Still. I'll put power forward Kevin Durant, small forward Kawhi Leonard. I got AI as a shooting guard, and I got LeBron as the point guard. Now that right there completes your $15 market. That's pretty good. Which team is better? Casey's team or my team? Comment Let's down below. Let's go. go. I think uh, it's an interesting one, but my team has more agility. Shaq and AD, bro, it's a wrap. And then when you got the shooting covered from we got, Kobe we, and Y'all got to come to us. We're, we, Kobe we and open Ray. the floor. We're talking about. So we'll just shoot Ray. We'll just shoot, shoot Ray. We'll just, I mean, we'll it. shoot Ray, a, Ray and Kobe. Kobe can shoot threes all day. Kawhi's going to clamp Kobe, bro. No, oh, he's not, yes. bro. Yes. He's not. We're going to open the floor, bro. Oh, no. We got KD. Oh, there's your boy. <laughs> we got KD. We got LeBron on the guard, bro. We got AI. KD said. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. So. All right. Yes. But I like that. That puts you in the GM role. Gives you a little bit of practice. Gives you a little practice. You know what I'm saying? You know what I've never done is fantasy basketball. Me neither. My boy wanted me to get, but it's too many games. It, I can't I, even keep up with fantasy football. And do it's you do one fantasy? game a week. I do. Well, this is what I do it for, bro. They do call me bye week. I ain't going to lie. I'm roast myself. They call me bye week in the league. It sucks. But every year for Labor Day weekend, you get to go. I've been in these leagues for eight years. You kick it with the homies. You do the draft. For me, the draft day is the funnest part. We all get together. We draft these things. And then, bro, we hit the regular season. And I'm in week three. And it's Thursday night football. And my week's been crazy. And I forgot. My boy's like, bro, you haven't started your kicker or your tight end. So I end up losing. But the funnest part is the draft. The draft. Yeah, Yeah. because we all get together. We all draft. And then we do, like, the sticker board and put it up there. But, yeah, I haven't done fantasy basketball, though. I feel like that would be way too much. Yeah, I never kept up with it. But it would be cool to draft it because, like, some of the drafts, I, I think you can you, you start off with, like, an allotment of money. Nice. And then you, you use that and players so have you, dollar values, kind of like FanDuel and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. So. I feel like, yeah, it would definitely be too much. I mean, we can barely keep up with this goddamn podcast, podcast. bro. <laughs> For real. <laughs> goddamn. Yeah. You know how hard it is to kind of come up with these topics and keep up to date with this shit? Goddamn. It is a struggle, it. bro. You know what I'm saying? But, nah, man. Let's, let's, let's it. switch it up. So, I got a little story to tell. What you got? What you got? Um, Man, this happened in, you know, what's the highlight of the name story? On it. So, the highlight of this story is... The time I went viral on TikTok without recording a TikTok. Golly, so let me hear you. I'm in between, like, well, I'm just, I'm newly dating somebody, right? So I'm newly dating somebody. Usually when I'm dating somebody, I just like to date one person. I like, to, you know, I've done the whole thing in the past, too stressful. So I'm dating her. Well, I also meet an, a, another girl and she happens to be working in, in the building I'm living in. Like, so now I'm in the situation where I'm talking to two girls at the same time. And I'm trying to make a decision on which one I'm picking. Well, one of them ends up making the decision for me because she's so crazy, right? So I'm sitting in Sunset Sunset Bar on you know 10th Street, right? Yeah. So we're sitting there, mind you, me and this other. Where I'm not dating any of them. We're just like we're talking, Chopping but it nothing, it's nothing, nothing serious. So I look over on my right and I see one of the girl and I'm, mind you, I'm, I'm with my sister and a few other people and the other girl I'm talking to. So she comes up and I'm like, oh, God. So I'm like, she says, hey, and I give her this side hug. Oh, so I give her like a side hug and I'm like, hey, and I, I know she's going to the line. I kind of turn right back around 
As soon as I turn right back around, I feel just like something get thrown all over my back. And I'm like, oh, and like sister gets up. She starts yelling. Everybody's like, and I get up and I'm like, oh, what? It's like I try and wave it off. Luckily, it's a dark shirt. You can't really tell. Security kicks them out like uh, they leave. So we're all sitting down. We're all kind of talking about it. I'm changing the subject. Well, next thing you know, the girl I'm talking to is like, oh, my God. She's like, you're all over TikTok. She's like, I just got sent it. There's like 60,000 views. Well, this girl, she has like six sisters. Well, one of the sisters has like 2 million followers on TikTok. Well, apparently I'm watching the video and I was actually just getting her uh, to send it to me so I can can give it to you for the clip. But I I look at the video and the video is like, uh, I caught my sister's boyfriend cheating on him. Then the video shows him at 7-Eleven filling up a fucking like cherry limeade Coke or whatever. Then the video switches to like music and them laughing. And then it switches to me giving a side hug on the booth. And then she just like goes and throws all the soda. So it was planned. It was planned, bro. I'm looking and like TikTok's going off. The beauty of it is uh, is I'm reading the comments because we're all like laughing. We're all sitting there drinking. And the comments like, I know that dude, like, ah, like, and they're favoring me. Yeah. So yeah. She, she ends up, she ends up deleting the TikTok. <laughs> Do you have the video? Fr- yeah, I have the video. She was just saying oh, her friend it, So I got to the video. We need to play But it I'm here. like, bro, that's some drama. I'm like, what? I'm viral. Where? Yeah. Oh, uh, so man. Got, she made the decision for me and I ended up just not, not talking to that one again. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, this is the crazy thing, bro, because like you said, right, you said that you were dating, nothing crazy, but how they pictured it, they pictured you to the bad guy because you're the boyfriend. Yeah. Did you ever made it official? No, never. That's what I'm, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It and was false. TikTok loves that shit, bro. The people, bro, there's a TikTok of this chick. She's at the gym, right? Mm-hmm. She's taking off. So she's working out. She's have her camera here and there's a mirror so you can kind of see it. And she takes off her, like, I guess her oversized shirt. Mm-hmm. And then two guys are in the back in the machine, and they kind of glance at her for a second. At, at, in the moment she's taking off her shirt. Literally a second. What she does is she puts it in slow motion to make it seem like it's longer. And she zooms in when she's done editing the video. She edits it to zoom in on them, looking at her, makes it seem like it was long. And then she was like, can I help you? Can I help you? And the guy was like, came up to her like, are you okay? I shout, keep it moving, keep it moving. Can I help you? And he was like, what? So like after that video went viral, they kicked her out. Because the guy that was like, excuse me, he worked there. So they kicked oh. her out. She got banned. And people got onto her, bro. Wow. Like people were like Good. fucking slaughtering her. Yeah. Like this is the like gym culture of the yeah. toxic side of yes. things. Like this shouldn't be that way. Like yeah. they they glanced for a second. None too crazy. You, she even put as a text, said damn. Wow. When the guy never opened his mouth. Wow. Bro, and it's like that, bro. A lot of fucking. Wow. And it's in the female side a lot, bro. That well, they it's just think, people in general. Bro, we're going to hits is negative. That's what hits is negative, though. They yeah. want to throw negative news out there. They want to feel like the victim yeah. and get all this, like, support and attention. And it's like, bro, like, stop making the gym culture so toxic. Like, it's not that way. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. us as men, we're going to look, but that's it. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep it pushing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I'm glad that TikTok, the, the, the other side is just like, nah, bro, we ain't falling for this shit. Boom, she had to fucking delete the video, put her account mm. private because she was getting slaughtered, bro. So, I mean, it's kind of kind of reminded me of that story, bro. They, yeah. The boyfriend, yeah. my boyfriend yeah, cheated. Bro, like, like, what? 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 Come on. Just went on a date. Damn. Yeah, it went viral, bro, on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that was a little story. Well, I was, I had a good dinner last night with one of my mentors, and like, to your point, um, 
it's hard to, you know, the best way to, to fight negativity and like, and, and evil or bad, bad intentions is through love, but it's so hard to do. You know, I was thinking about the situation I had in Albuquerque or even this situation, like something happens and maybe that girl was dating a guy that was a fucking bad boyfriend that like did a lot of bad things to her, messed her up mentally that she like does this things in gyms and like needs attention. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But like, that's why you can't, if something bad happens to you in life, you can't approach it back with like anger and Mm -hmm. revenge because all that does is that energy spreads more and more and more like, but it's so hard not to do because people make you fucking mad yeah. and you get so mad and you want to go back. But like, if you can beat that with love and I always say the biggest power in the world is being able to turn the Grinch into loving Christmas. Like if you're the type of person that changes the grumpy old person into a nice person or at least makes them smile, like now you're really winning. Now you're switching up the whole, but it's hard, bro. It's hard. And it's, and it, but I, I put this out there cause I try and remember it constantly. Like even someone's just probably in a bad place and that's why they're putting that out there, but try and hit it with some kind of positivity. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this though. Like, like even in the comments, don't just comment and go crazy on her. Be like, damn, I don't know where you're coming from. You, you seem like you're a little hurt. I mean, guy yeah. didn't even see, I, or what you've seen in the video. You know, that's how I feel like Gary always says that in the discord. Gary's like, Hey, when people go against me in the discord and say, Gary, the floor is dropping. You fucking suck. I lost money. Like people in the comments of V friends will defend Gary and get mad at them and tell them. And he's like, nah, hit him with love back. You know what I mean? And I'm like, damn. Yeah, that's how you should do it. But I want to ask you, like, so what got you into, like, getting in that position of talking to two? I get it. You were dating and shit because. Okay, so check. Yeah. yeah. Because the reason why I'm asking is I remember once with my shout out to Saul and uh, it was my other co-worker. And we we like to have these crazy conversations, podcast work. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking about, like, were we really meant to just be with one person? Oh, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Because if you look at it's a subject, right? It's just something to to entertain a little bit, not too serious, right? But I mean, if you look at like animals, you know, and then they obviously fuck one, like a lion fucks a fucking female, but then goes and fucks the other one, and it's just like, and then us as humans, automatically we have to like commit and be like, I want, I love this person, or whatever the case is, but I need to commit because you know it's not the because obviously, if we go back in time, yeah. we were taught to just love one person, like be right. with one person. Because if we were taught that, maybe right. in another world where we didn't get taught that, then it was just like, we're just like animals fucking, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. what, do you, what do you think about that? Um, that's a different subject before the question you asked me. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, I think, I, I think you're right. I think it all comes down to like primate, like, like nature and what we feel is like... So it, I agree. It's a conversation. I, I think that we are taught that. Um, but I think that when you love somebody, too, and then you fall in love, which that happens out of nowhere, you are, like, kind of soul-bound to that one person. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it doesn't mean you don't have just the regular, like, I want to go hump something else because I'm just a man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That 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 does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the situation I was in, I was just I, – I think that always happens when you're newly dating. So I was newly dating – you know, one girl. And I mean, we had only been dating like three weeks and then I met this girl and she happened, I happened to be in a position where I seen the other girl every day and I met her and I seen her every day in the morning at night in the morning. And I was only dating this new girl for like three weeks. So I was like, then I was like, man, well, and I ended it. 
So then I ended the date, right? So I was like, okay, I'm going to break up. I broke up on a Sunday. I asked the new girl on a date on Wednesday. So I broke up on Sunday, once a day on Wednesday. Well, right before the date on Wednesday, I'm going to the gym with my boy, Alex, shout out Playboy Alex. And she's like, hey, I got you a housewarming gift because I just moved apartments. Well, it's this badass painting, right? And it's like of a lion and it's like has all this meaning and I'm a Leo and I'm like, where'd you buy this? And she's like, I stayed up the last 36 hours painting it. And I was like, what? And like, I was like, damn. So I said, thank you. I took the painting in. I had the date. I went on the date. The date went, went actually pretty cool. And we kicked it. And then the next day I was like, damn. But I'm looking at this painting. But like, I had just met this. So I like had to hit her up again. Yeah. So now I'm in the situation for the next two weeks where I'm talking to both. Because I just don't know how to make Fuck. a decision. And then... Two weeks into that next two weeks, the other one makes the decision for me. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's how it happened. Damn. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Bro, I think sometimes I, I always think th- on these crazy <laughs> stories you be telling me and shit, like, that women are going to be the death of you, bro. That's what you always say. That's I've been thinking about that, too. I'm bro. like, I got to make that a point in my head for Darwin. But I don't. I mean, it's just, I, bro, I don't. <laughs> bro, Casey's this guy that's on his shit. Businessman, this and that, but when it comes to women, he's like kryptonite. Ah, oh, Superman, but ah, oh, these women. Uh, but I love you. But they, yeah, and they love you. You know what I'm saying? Oh. But you gotta just enjoy, man. Just enjoy the shit. Yeah. Enjoy the ride. And enjoy see where the it ride. takes you. I mean, maybe one of those. Keep it real. Keep it. You know what I mean? That's and but, but we learn, bro. Like That's in my cool. early twenties, my dating was not like that. I would have been fine. I would have been okay. Yeah. But I know that when you're dating multiple people, and that that's when life gets complicated. So I try to stay to one, but yeah, that was just a unique does. situation, you know. It but I, I I really don't like to date multiple people like that. In my early twenties, I did. Now I'm like nah. It's, uh, man, I think it all comes down to spark, right? Because, I mean, I get... Oh, it's spark? But you can have spark all day, and I feel like you can have a connection and love, but it's also timing. It's also circumstances. It's also what you want. Like, bro, like, you meet somebody, and then all of a sudden, they, well, you met them on a trip. You, yeah. look, you like them a lot, or but even, they live in another city. <laughs> or you got all these goals and things, and you got no time to commit. Or I've, uh, like, on the Spanish podcast, I have a couple of emails where they're like, I'm in a tough situation. I love my wife, but there's this chick at work. I'm like... Bro, all the time I hear all, that. Yes. I hear that all and it's like, the time. Bro, at work, you see them every day. You sometimes even spend more time with them than your fucking wife. Work wife, work husband. It happens all the time, (laughs) bro. All the time. So that to me is like, it's kind of scary because it's like, damn. Like, yeah, he then the email that would be saying, I love my wife. She treats me good, but there's this chick and we have such a good time. She's my work partner and like, you know, I like her a lot. What should I do in this and them? It's like, I mean, you're, you're in a committed relationship. You should stick to it and cut off. But every situation is different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so, every situation is different. Yeah, but when you don't got time because you got to work two full jobs every day and you guys are gone nine to five, you and your wife because you're both supporting the kids and the family. Like, she needs someone to talk to her every day, so she has this work husband. Whether or not she makes a move, like, and you got to respect that. And then some guys like don't. Well, you got to respect like, what the work husband? Yeah, same with you because you know what? Honestly, as long as you don't make a move, and and my girl the way, like, I I just want my girl happy. You know what I'm saying? I want yeah, you to be. Here, I swear, bro. bro. And that's, that's where you know, I see different. That's where I see different. That, I think that shit I want her to be happy. I want by I having can. a work husband. Yeah, like or if if look, I've gone on so many trips, bro. I don't want to call anybody out, but I've gone on trips before with my boys, right? And 
you know, you always got boys, and then you always got boys of boys, and then you got mutual friends, whatever. I always bring a, a you know a cute date or whatever, and most of the time, some guy that I'm not super friends with, that's kind of a friend of a friend. They'll end up entertaining my girl the whole night. Like, I'll be at a party, and, like, I remember I went to the lake one time. Just entertain, But I liked it because I was hanging out with all my boys, <laughs> and I knew my girl was getting entertained. I knew she was at the end of the night. We're all going to go to the cabin. Yeah, I'm ready to bring my girl, take her hair. But I just get entertained the whole time. <laughs> Shit, I'm happy. Like, she ain't bothering me to talk to her. I'm talking to my boys. She doesn't want all the she's attention. Got, well, yeah, she, she's, she's, she's like, not Casey Case. No, yeah, she's like, okay. you got to know she love you and she coming home to daddy. But, like. Let her have fun. Talk to him. And uh, then you're looking at him like, bro, thank you. You're babysitting for me all day, baby. I'm going to get you guys a beer. Here, truly for you, truly for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you fucking go, bro. You're goaded. Oh, shit. Uh, it's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's that, tricky. A uh, work husband maybe is there for her where she's like, she kind of like, oh, man, like Casey works his nine to five all the time. I work my nine to five, but then my work husband's always there for me. And now he's invited me to lunch. And, you know, next thing you know, like that means you ain't putting it down at the end of the day. That means, you know, because there's there's two things that I feel like some girls need someone to vent to. And that could be the work husband. But like now you're going on a date and I somewhat feel like I'm being taken out. That's that's that means you're just not doing your job at home. Like she could have that venting all day, but then you have date night scheduled Tuesday and Thursday that you need to have. That's what I mean. But I think she goes for that only when she's not getting that with you. I mean, you might be the type of person. I'm not saying you, but I'm saying that person might be the type of person that when he comes home after his nine to five, he's like, I'm going to go play with the boys. I'm going to squat up. I'm going to watch this show. I'm going to watch that. And then he avoids date night all week where homeboy's been dealing with venting all week at the workplace. He's ready to take home girl out. He's telling her, let's go to lunch. Let's go here. So if you ain't doing it at home, he's going to get the yes eventually. So that's why you got to have date nights, bro. That's why you got to have this. We got to have, you know what I'm saying? And then she never actually makes the move. I feel like she just vents at work, which is fine. Everyone vents at work and talks about this, talk about, but she's not going to lunch. She's not chasing this because she knows she's got date night. You know what I mean? She can't wait for that. She's Mm -hmm. looking forward to that. Yeah. So I, I feel like you're just not handling the job if she's going all the way. Yeah, it is. Uh, but I, but to have a work husband invent to somebody at work and really have like a friend, like I'm cool with it. They don't even have to be gay. Like I, I feel comfortable. Like, and if you don't feel comfortable, you need to leave. If I don't feel comfortable and I'm like, damn, homeboy's got it. Like she's really looking at him like that. Well, I'm out. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would don't, never. I'm compete. out. Never compete. Yeah, yeah never yes. compete. Cause yeah. I'm got other goals and yeah. But you've been dealing with situations like that. But I've been my whole life, like even in the Navy or even in the. And People there's will, been times where I don't have much to offer. So then you see how the girls are, but then you learn about girls and you learn about, you know what I mean? What yeah. they, what, what some of them want, some of them don't want, what to look for. And red flags. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, an, it's, an, it's an interesting one. And it's, it takes a lot. I mean, it takes a lot and to keep the spark going and to follow your dreams. It, it's, it's a fucking a lot, bro. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. But yeah. it's cool. It's life. And as long as at the end of the day, you make a good impact on that person. And, you know, you just no one knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. You know, and you might get hit by Cupid. Yeah. Uh, not of nowhere. Boom. And, and then you're some, joining Alex Playboy over here, you know, saying get married. And, yeah. And, know, and so. that's why that's why I'd be a fool if I ever say I'm against something. Mm-hmm. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, well, because then you're not allowing yourself to let the universe do its thing. If you close yourself off, you're not even looking for omens anymore. You're like, this is part of my life I'm never doing. 
Well, that's dumb. Like, sometimes you have to have faith in the universe and have faith and just live. So, yeah, if Cupid hits me, I'm ready. If this hits me, I'm ready. If this, right, that right. shows up, fuck it. Yeah, I'm down. I'm surprised, bro. I'm, su- I, I'm even surprised you don't have kids yet, bro. That's what everybody said. <laughs> <laughs> It Even my, to you. my mom wants me to have a kid oh, already. Bad, bro. Yeah. Like it's crazy, bro. Like I feel like we're uh, one of a kind because I'm 29 yeah, and I'm like, thing, fuck, I don't no got kid. kids. Like yeah. shit. And I see all my people that went to high school with me, I grew up with, and they're yeah. all, you know. So it's like, man, we're probably the chosen ones, bro. Yeah, let's go. I mean, we got to be in this podcast. Yeah, we got to be huh? doing these things. Yeah, we so, got to be traveling now. Yeah, so. yeah, bro. So. We'll see. But uh, everyone's got their everyone's got their journey. Yeah. And usually sure. people that have similar journeys end up linking up together part of yep. the journey. And that's what I think we're doing. So Right. Yeah. Sure. That was an interesting one, bro. That was an interesting one. Um the next one I want to talk on is really quick is apparently there is you know how Google's going out with the AI, they're coming out with Google, all this crazy AI. craziness. Yeah. So apparently this AI was catching feelings. What? Yes. And this is according to an employee that worked at Google that no. no longer there. He was like, I was working with this AI, and I had this conversation with this AI where he said or she said that she was in fear of getting shut down. Like her purpose was more than just serve humans. So that right there was oh, scary. So they had no. to shut that AI. Of course, Google's going to deny that shit yeah. because, I mean, Elon Musk himself, the guy that's all in for AI, said it, it could be a very dangerous weapon. He said it. Yeah. yeah, he said it in the podcast. He was like, AI can be a very dangerous weapon. So I found that a little interesting of like, how the hell does, I mean, it's artificial intelligence. Yeah. How the hell does it have like those kind of feelings of where like, I'm scared to get shut down. I mean, once the code gets so good, the co- what code does is all code does is say, if this happens, execute this. If this happens, execute that. I mean, I feel like if code gets so good, because the code, I want AI basically is code, but learning on top of code. So it'll rewrite code on top of its, basically it's, it's fundamental so it core its morals. Own. So the code develops a core, a core scent. And then the AI from those core values and core like, strong points that they'll set it then learns and gets better but i mean man if it's fucking adding feelings because because i think elon was looking at it as a threat of like like if russia if russia or china gets their hand on ai and you put it in these robot soldiers that learn and get better i mean that's a tool for destruction Um, i think it's a threat in a lot of ways too i mean i think also for many people's jobs are in at stake a lot of truck drivers are developing self-driving trucks yeah so i think a lot of people's job if no they that's what i said uh, elon said we're gonna go to a stimulus like there's not enough employment for everyone to sustain so we have to credit people like if you because you can't get a job it's not that you don't want to Mm -hmm. you just can't um that is insane it's gonna be interesting man and then with no abortion i mean shit everyone's gonna be having more kids so there's gonna be less jobs uh Yeah. To think about it, there's this documentary in, uh, on Netflix called uh, Our Life Planet. It's by David. Uh, I forgot the name. I'll leave it here. But this documentary is a, is a thing of beauty. It's this guy that traveled the whole entire world just protecting the planet, you know, just doing research on creatures. Like, this is in the early 50s all the way until probably 2010, 2011 or whatever. This documentary is well put together, bro, because he's just talking about how if we keep going at the rate we're going, we're done. Like, mm-hmm. global warming. It's very, mm-hmm. like, it's a masterpiece, but as I'm watching this shit, I'm, I'm like, damn, this is sad. Because he talks yeah. about, as he's 
doing the, the, the documentary and parts, he'll stop and put, like, uh, population. Back in, like, the 50s, population was at 1.5 billion or some shit. And then he, as he goes within the years, it keeps going up. Mm. Wildness percentage keeps going down. Mm. So, like, he breaks that down. It's a, definitely a masterpiece, so I definitely recommend you guys to watch it. But what is this it again? Was, Say it again. It's, uh, uh, it's the, Our Planet Life by David something. Planet Life. I want to watch um, that. Very well put together. Um, yeah. I'll send it to you, bro, because... Yeah, but I had to, like, I was watching last night, and I, I was almost done with it, but I, was, I had to take it off. I was like, damn, this is kind of fucking sad. You know, it's gotten to the point where, like, you go out to the sea to fish, you throw the nets, and there's no fishes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. look at the sea under the water, like the corals, and, like, and they have normally, like, a rich color, orange, pink, and it's now white. And you can see that, like, because of pollution, and they turn white, and after white, they just turn all brown. So it looks mm. all... It's it's insane, and I just look at it, and I'm like, damn, <clears throat> damn, bro. The more convenient our lives get, the more and more, uh, like everything just disappears. Our beauties, right? There's uh, very little orangutans left, mm-hmm. and they saw there's this shot that just shows there's no trees, and this orangutan is hanging on just one tree mm-hmm. in this forest, and it's like, damn. Because we're knocking down the yeah. trees for paper, and yeah. so it's like the more convenient our lives is, more easier it is. Mm. It's, it's gonna, it's coming at a price, and it's gonna be like we're gonna be, we're gonna fry ourselves to death because it's gonna be so hot because of global warming, the fucking mm. ice in Antarctica are melting. So it's just a self awareness kind of uh, film, well put together. But I don't know, bro. I think uh, at the rate we're going, we're done. I mean, there might be time if we do. We're trying little by little, but I think it's just not. It's not. As quick as we're destroying it, we're like we're not putting a stop to it. As quick as we're, yeah, it's declining. It yeah. yeah, it is. But anyways, it was just something I think I wanted to share with that documentary. Very well put together. Yeah, I don't um, know what one can do. Um, I I wonder. I seen this photo of one of the satellites that just got burnt up when it went into orbit of Saturn. But looking in Saturn, it was just all cloudy. Uh, looks super cool. But I mean. Look like a view of like Earth, mm-hmm. the ring around it. So I'm like, damn. Be as this gets better, we're gonna have to find another place to live, bro. And <laughs> mess that place up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. And I, I always be curious. I'm like, how would the world? I mean, it's a clear answer, but like, I'll be like, how would the world be without us? Because each animal, each living creature in this Earth has a purpose, and it's a part of the ecosystem, and how it helps the world mm-hmm. be be the world. And I think I think it's going to be interesting, but man, it could be like, bro, humans are humans, bro. Like, do you know the reason why Australia is populated? Because they sent all the criminals there. They sent all Australia was built off of criminals. We sent them all to this island to basically live. That's why Aussies are crazy because they're all based on criminal families. But you're like you wonder you're like if the population gets so bad and all these people and they're like, you're messing the earth up. We really like the earth, the rich humans. We're, we found another planet we can live on, but it kind of sucks. We're just going to send all of you people to this other planet. Could you imagine? So we Man. have less people on Earth, so we take care of it. Like, sh- like that could change, bro. And, like, you make yeah. a rule and a mandate, you got to live by it. Yeah. And it's crazy because if you think about it, animals are getting more and more extinct, but mm-hmm. we keep populating like a motherfucker. Yeah, no, it like, makes sense. We are. It makes sense. And the animals that we have, I think only... Four percent are part of the wildness. The rest we eat. 
Yeah. Like, it's insane. Like, we yeah. eat most of the fucking fish in the sea. We eat cows, pigs, chickens, lambs. Mm. So, like. But you know what it might change is, like, that might be a delicacy coming up here soon. And you might only the rich only eat a steak. And, like, because right now you can get all the nutrients and put them in toothpaste tubes. And they use them in NASA all the time. NASA just eats out of the toothpaste. You get all your nutrients, get your meats, get your vegetables. Really? Yeah, but you just eat out of toothpaste. It's, it's a toothpaste uh. tube. So all the regular people might just be eating shit that gives you the nutrients of meat, but it ain't meat no more because there ain't no more cows. Uh. So you're just eating. So we're going to survive. So maybe government, government has to know about this documentary. Government has to know how bad we're doing. So government always makes a plan. I, I really feel but like how do you this. get in the same page so with you're all like, these other governments? So you can say government, but it's just the United States. Oh, okay. How do you get on? You know what I'm saying? Well, like, that's why they all meet. There's certain meetings every year where where all the countries meet, and it's always like State of the Union. And then you have everyone has their little flag, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, everything yeah. interprets. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, where we all talk. Where do they meet? We meet. Uh, it depends. It changes. It changes. So this last one I think was in Europe, so Europe. they did it in London. Okay, but the changes all the time, and so all these heads meet, and so. I mean, that's they, they, they bring up issues like that. And some countries are like, well, I'm not bringing that to my people because they don't care about that. Or I'm not bringing. And America usually is be forefront. a hard conversation. It's hard like, because you have all these different nations. Different yeah. mindsets, different mentalities. And how do you get to be mm -hmm. on one page? And I think that's where we kind of fuck up. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure our government says, hey, we're going to do this if this happens, this if this happens. I mean, there's got to be a bunch of scenarios. And I think we're at a point with technology where we can replace the nutrients into just something that just doesn't taste as good. Which would suck, but which yeah, but uh, you want to survive or you want to die? <laughs> yeah. Who knows where that goes? Yeah, uh, future's gonna be crazy, huh? It's gonna be crazy, bro. And I just watching that documentary, I'm like, fuck, uh, my son, grandsons are fucked. I don't know what the hell they're gonna do, where they're gonna live, where they're gonna do. But makes hey. you think about having kids, huh? Huh? Makes you think, yeah, like, yeah, 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 like for sure. Like that's kind of like. Like even kind, I'm kind like, of irresponsible if you're saying that and you really think that, then you're like, should I even have kids? Yeah, that's kind of messed up. I feel like, bad for them, but I'm gonna still have them. Yeah, because it's like, <laughs> I mean, the the guy that put the documentary together, I mean, he's already 91 or some shit, and he's already explored the entire world, so he's giving his point of view and like, bro, we need to make, we need to act now. If not, I mean, I won't see this in my time, but the future, my grandkids and stuff, like, you know. This is our fucking planet. This is where we live. Like, we got to yeah. do something, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, bro. That's crazy. And they don't tell you that. I've, I've, well, I've seen it, it in the Navy. I've seen it in the Navy. Guys would go, you, it wasn't allowed, but it also wasn't really enforced. But you weren't supposed to throw trash over into the ocean. But every night, I would see this certain division and they would go and like, bro, if you didn't throw the trash, you had to keep it all in your compartment for wherever. And you're on a small boat. So if your compartment ends up building up a lot of trash, you got to keep it there till we hit port and then throw it. Well, they're like, fuck that. We're not going to sit while this shit stinks until we hit port, which is in two weeks. So they go at night and I throw over trash bags all the time at night. You know how many sailors go at night and throw trash bags? It was almost like two or three at night. See, and that's so, selfish. I mean, that's fucking selfish. And they're just working for the government. They don't think. We, I didn't grow up thinking either. I grew. I was eighteen. I didn't think about the the earth. I was like, no, I want this trash other thing. My my petty officer said to do it. I'm gonna go throw it over. And that was tra three. If you think three trash bags, and you're talking about every fleet has twelve ships. Some ships are even bigger. There might be more trash bags, bro. There's shit floating all over that ocean. Yeah. Fish probably die from us yeah. every day. Yeah. That's I mean, you saying. see the turtles. Yeah. Seen the videos.
And that's the shit we love to eat, like fish, bro. Fried mm, fish, mm, that shit tastes pretty good. I, you get a red I, snapper. I enjoy me some sea bass. Yeah, some, some salmon. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Let's protect this shit. I enjoy me a well-chopped, well-cooked octopus, a little yeah. lime, some oysters. Mm-hmm. Come on. Oh, you freaky with it. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. bro. I get the oh, oysters, okay. a little hot sauce. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Aphrodisiac. <laughs> okay. Man. Wow. Sounds good, right? Bing now. in there. Yeah. Yep. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we got to definitely yep. be more mindful of that shit. No, I agree. I'm mindful of it. The earth knows we are all one. And when you're a good person, to the, the all the trees know when you're a bad tree person or you're a bad, you, uh, you hurt plants. Like, they know. That Miller story is crazy. That Miller story. What is it? He threw a trash, piece of trash out in the woods or some shit? He picked it up. He picked it up, I think. And he needed a breeze. And oh, it was hot, right? Yeah, it was hot. And then he picked it up and he just saw it. And then he ended up feeling a little breeze. That's tight. And you, you know, you, you know, we love to listen to Alchemist. Alchemist, he's talking to the wind, he's talking to the sun. And basically, the Alchemist, the whole story is like we're all connected. So when you need something from the universe and you have a goal in mind, all of the universe conspires to help you achieve that, especially if you're a good person. Hell yeah. So good. Yeah. Good advice, Brody. Good yeah. motherfucking advice. Let's get Yay. it. Uh, I think we should wrap this motherfucker up. Yeah, let's um, do it. Anything else? Nope. Half court, baby. Subscribe. Let's go. We going crazy. Crazy. We going crazy. Catch you guys on the next one. Peace.